Hello, welcome to The Parent Panel, a weekly show covering the topics that really matter to parents and carers. In just a moment, I will introduce you to the mum and dad who are offering up their insight and wisdom. I do a massive job keeping them alive. I'm not going to climb up that slide and go down that slide and ruin my pants. Two nights ago, my daughter punched me in the face for a laugh. And then I just, I just, I spent the next half an hour making her feel better about punching me in the face. My wife and I have this great saying with each other, and that is, the days are long, but the years are short. The Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Annalise Dent is our mum. She's a podcaster, writer, and has two boys. Last time we spoke, they were four and seven. Have they aged? Um, they've aged me, but no, they're still four and seven. <laughs> Hello, how are you, Annalise? I'm great, thank you. Thanks for having me. And our dad is comedian Merrick Watts, who has a boy and a girl mm-hmm. aged... Ten nine. and almost eight. Oh, right. Going so on, been... she's going on 21, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's just hit that Can I just age. ask, do you think that's her age or is it the time of year? Because my daughter has increased in sass levels yeah, yeah. as we head towards the end of the year. And I'm telling myself it's because she's tired, not because it's a phase. Bit of both, but also too, maybe because it's summer too. I think there's a little bit of physical awareness from my daughter at the moment, a little bit of prancing around, a little bit of, I think I might put on three different types of swimsuit before I actually <laughs> go out to go and have a swim. Uh, kind of, she's Is become she a little bit body conscious. or one? Oh, she can do anything. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. You ask her. Um, <laughs> no, she likes a bikini. She's, she likes mm. a bikini, but she's, yeah, she's become very, and she got her ears pierced recently, so now she thinks she's a bit adult. So she's, okay. um, yeah, she's growing up now. It's like, you know, Oh my God, I've yeah, got two years until that happens yeah, to me. She's eight. And then, and then uh, she'll be in a long-term relationship by nine. So, uh, <laughs> it's all over, Dad. <laughs> Our topics today are Mental Health Days for Kids parenting advice and Christmas preparations. First up, though, we're talking about unqualified maths teachers. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the, anyone, anyone, That's the economics teacher mm-hmm. from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Classic. Someone who... who Potentially knew his subject very well, but could have worked on his actual teaching skills. (laughs) Just watching that scene and how bored the kids were. It's hilarious. So teaching skills in Australia are currently under fire, following the results of the Program for International Student Assessment, otherwise known as PISA or PISA, um, that show just over half of New South Wales students have only elementary skills when it comes to maths and the Mm. others are below par. And according to this research, three quarters of year seven to 10 students were taught maths for a year by a teacher who wasn't trained in maths. So because we're only about the serious stuff here on the parent panel, Annalise, what subject would you be completely inept at teaching should you be required to step up and fill the gap? Maths, definitely. (laughs) But on the maths thing, though, I I was reading about this recently. They've known for 30 years Mm. in Australia that they would run out of qualified maths teachers based on the people studying it and the population. and Mm. Availability to nerds. But where's the incentive to actually pay good people good money? Because people who are really good at maths are off doing high-paid sort of engineering, sciencey jobs. Coding. And coding, but we also need good people to teach our kids, but we're not paying them enough. Correct. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, there's that. And also, too, I think that, you know, there is probably a bit of disparity between the private school sector and the public school sector where, you know, if you are going to go and earn money, you're going to go and earn in the the private sector rather than going into the public sector. So the, the numbers can be a bit skewed. I'm always a little bit suspicious as to how they get such a a huge quantitative amount and then make an assumption based on that. So it just sounded like I knew what I was talking about. You really did. I was really convinced. My my mother's a specialised teacher, so she she spent her entire life uh, in different forms of education. And I'm really kind of – I'm very interested in how – children are taught and I, I think that when you throw a huge blanket over kids you're doing it the wrong way people people are different and personality types have become we're encouraging people to be more individualistic in their approach to things and yet we're still trying to clump all the kids into one school of fish and it doesn't work this is coming from a guy who um, not only repeated year 11 but in my first year of year 11 at a school where my mum was the teacher, I oh, no. <laughs> um, I passed what was then referred to as veggie maths. Even by oh, the teacher, it was referred yeah. to as veggie maths. Or you, occasionally... can't, you can't call it that now. No, no. no. Well, it, was, it was actually called developmental maths, which is yes. worse than being I think called we veggie called maths. it space cadet maths or oh, something. Oh, that's yeah. not good. <laughs> well, I, I passed it in my first year of year 11, and then I had to repeat, and I failed it. <laughs> so... Sorry, I, I was that back, laughing at I past went, pain? I went backwards. <laughs> I went backwards at math. That's all right. It's interesting so I, that they chose year 11 to repeat you. That's a random year, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it was because I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> I think a, there was no other choice. Yeah, I don't think they threw a dart at a board. I think it was just sort of like, you know what, you've been here 34 days this year, and even though you're not very good at maths, in fact, you do veggie maths, you can see how that's not enough days. I, I, this isn't on topic, but what were you doing when you weren't at school, Mary? Oh, yeah. not, <coughs> cut. Another one there. All right, so let's ask you, Merrick, what is the subject you would be least qualified to teach? Um, any of them. <laughs> uh, to be honest, like uh, broadly, all of them. I'd be. I wouldn't be good. I actually think I, I'm. I'm quite avuncular by nature, and I like to uh, mentor people and work with people and help them in show business and radio and comedy and whatever I can. And so I think I'm naturally and naturally an instructor in some ways, but not a teacher. And I think there's a difference mm. in that. Uh, but to answer your question, I, I think definitely probably maths um, and yeah. sciences mm. and biology and chemistry <laughs> and anything that's for smart people is what I'm saying. Like ceramics, nailed. You know what? <laughs> Remember how funny it was when you were at school? Debate. And, I bet you were good at debating. Oh, you just seen me as a teenager. <laughs> A teenager. Hat. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, right, different levels. Okay. But remember when you're like at school and you would go into like ceramics class and your PE teacher was filling in for another teacher? You just go, what is this world? How is Mr. Busby behind a ceramic wheel? But, Best day. But don't you think it's a little bit like politics, really? Because sometimes I look at what they get as their portfolio and I'm like, I mean, you know, you don't have to go back to Tony Abbott being Minister for Indigenous Affairs at one point. And you're like, I know. Oh, how do Minister you, for Irony. Yeah. How do politicians get portfolios they're not qualified for? And that's running the country. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. so anyway, mm. we got Well, very... these are our flowers in charge of putting the fires out with his mind. Um, <laughs> so that's a bit of political work there for you. <laughs> Go, just throw that in on the side there. All right. Let's, yeah, a few let's... people outside of the booth enjoyed that one too. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, crikey, I am going serious this week. Um, would you give your child a mental health day? Mm-hmm. 
So most mornings for me these days are filled with tantrums about really, really silly things. I made the mistake of getting my kids an advent calendar each. Oh, how good are they? They are great. Yeah. Are they different ones? They are oh, different no, ones. That was rookie error. <laughs> rookie. Rookie error. Yeah. And you wouldn't think I'd make it because no. this is probably the third year I've done it. <laughs> and um, basically one of the things they were finding over the other day was that my daughter wouldn't show my son what she had got from that particular door. So, Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so there's 25 doors, people. Yeah. And then the other thing they thought about was um, I had to put one of them together and she didn't want her brother to see it before it was put together. So that was another fight. That's mm. just the start mm. of the morning. We hadn't mm. even got to breakfast by then. Mm, I'd be looking at the parents on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know it's my fault, Merrick. There's yeah. no, there's, there's no confusion about it. Um, but it, another option here, apart from blaming myself, um, was possibly what they need is a mental health day because one of our writers of babyology, Lana Hollows, Hallows, wrote about giving her kid a mental health day and we also posted it on Facebook and we just got all these comments from so many different parents saying, yes, it's a great idea. Sometimes they get overwhelmed, they Mm -hmm. need to stay home and a few teachers came in on it and said, we prefer when you do because they come back and they're all refreshed, et cetera. Merrick, have you ever given your kids a mental health day or would you? Yeah, yeah. We just don't call it a mental health day. The only thing, the only problem I have with that um, entire concept is the name. Don't yeah. call oh, it a mental same. health day. That sounds so draining and it's, that's not fun. No. That's not rejuvenating. No. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, mental health. I feel like shit. Yeah. Give about, me a day off. How about you've broken your mother day? Um, <laughs> no, I, I think it's good. I think even and again, my wife and I do it with our kids. If we said that they're a bit uh, frayed. We'll just go, all right, have a day off school. Um, we'll do something together as a family. If we just know they're a bit cooked. We'll just go, that's it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I like the idea of it. I think if a kid's starting to show signs of burnout, then, yeah, absolutely, give them an RDO. But um, yeah, I, I don't, RDO is I, a good name. Yeah, I don't, mm. I don't like the idea of mental health day because then mm. it implies that you know what kids do. They pick up on that sort of language. And if you tell a kid they've got a problem, they'll believe that they've got a problem. Yeah. Whereas I was told I had no problems. And look at me. <laughs> it worked out really well. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and Annalise, have you done this before? I have. And I definitely haven't called it Mental Health Day. We call it Doona Day. Mm. So we, we just uh, stay in our PJs. We binge watch TV. We just have like whatever we want to eat and just veg and chill. But I think as well, I think it's really hard when both parents are working full time because yeah. I think you've got to take a day off or pull a sickie. Mm. Pull a sickie. So it, it is tricky for a lot of parents. I am so stunned that I, this was just not part of my concept of what I could do as a parent. I oh, can't really? believe it. No, yeah. you're in charge, not the teachers. I thought you could say not the kids. Or the children. Yeah, that's what... You know they are in charge of you. Or the husband. In fact, you're in charge of all of You don't have to listen to the school. It's a myth. But I think... Yeah, well, this is... (laughs) All the teachers listening now. Um, No, but it's really interesting because my sister has the opposite view. So we're brought up, obviously, by the same... Well, not obviously, but we're brought up by the same parents. And she is way more relaxed about whether her kids go to school or not. Perhaps because I did throw a few sickies when I was a Mm. kid... I, every time my daughter says, oh, I feel sick, I don't want to go to school. I'm like, no, you're going to school, not giving in to you. I just, in my head, I was like, no, we have to go That's to school so every mean. day. I know. Just send her to my place. We'll okay. just hang out in PJ. Fun times. At <laughs> Do you know what? I got a really, um, yeah, thank you. I got a really good piece of advice from someone I interviewed, Gus Warland, and he's all about sort of like mental health and men's mental health. And he said that with his kids, they do a yes day. So for the whole day, obviously a Saturday or Sunday, so everyone can do it. Wake up in the morning. What do you want for breakfast? Ice cream? Yes. What do you want to do next? Video games, arcade? 
Yes. Like, you know, ice cream for dinner. Yes. Just within financial and safety yeah. reason. Go to Disneyland. Instead of just no, control yeah. the day and just do silly mm. stuff. And it just makes them feel good. Yep. You know, because they can't blow off with champagne like we do. Just <laughs> release steam. Yeah, yeah. So they need like fun silliness. Yes. And I think a yes day, everyone needs a it's yes a good day. Idea. It's Sounds a good like idea. a lot of work. Yes. Yes. I think yes I'll stay day. being the mean parent. I think if, <laughs> no, God, don't do, say that. Can't you do like 50% yes and 50% no? no. So that's just, that's just that's a, a regular day. That's just a day. No, yeah. I, so you, you're assuming I say yes more than I do, Mary. I reckon behind the scenes you're really cruel to your children. No, I'm concerned. I'm, I'm being completely honest about She's it. Like I'm a not, smiling assassin. No, I'm, no, right. I'm not. You can check out my Instagram feed. There are yeah. no children in it. Your other yeah. podcast is about pig hunting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Imagine. Uh, okay, well, moving on. Uh, these days, parenting advice can come from all kinds of people, but who do our guests trust the most? That's next on The Parent Panel. Look, we have been at this parenting thing for a while. Yeah, and Lily is such a delight. <sighs> Sorry, I'm going to be lashing out for a bit. Anyway, um, part of parenting is exposing your children to things that you value, art and culture and good food. That's exactly what we're doing. But it's also about letting them figure out who they are. So if I ever want good examples of parenting, I turn to Cameron and Mitch from Modern Family, of course, (laughs) and that's them delivering their own kind of parenting advice to their friend Pepper. So this week, the Philadelphia Inquirer wrote about the conflicting advice parents often find online and in books. And of course, there's so much advice out there. I contribute to it with my show, Fee Play Love. Um, And the standard of good parenting is if you go by those books and forums, exceptionally high. Like we're all meant to be knowing exactly what we're doing with food, nutrition, sleep, playtime, being a good parent, raising good humans. And it can often lead to confusion, guilt, and misguided parenting choices. So doing things that you may not intuitively feel, but you're thinking, oh, this is the right thing to do, not what I feel is right. Annalise, where do you get your parenting advice? I mean, all over. I definitely, I would not post on a forum, you know, those like women forums and ask for advice. I just think you're going to get 5,000 draining answers from people who really might not know what they're talking about. I I think it's really instinct. You know, there's certain people I love, like your Maggie Dents, your Steve Bidoffs, and I've interviewed them. So I've read their books and I, I get all that. But I don't believe in everything that everyone says. I think you sort of choose little bits that people have taught you along the way and then you sort of do what you feel is best. Like mum knows best. No offence, mm-hmm. Mary. Um, <laughs> that's true. It is. It, no, that's like mum knows best and you know your kid best and also kids are so different. They actually need to be parented differently is my opinion. But one of the things that the experts all say is as long as you're getting it right, 75% of the time with whether it's nutrition, behaviour, the way you're not, not yelling at them, 75%, you're not going to stuff them up too badly. I That's reckon it's inevitable good. in some degree. 75%. Of course. That they're going to be messed up. Of course, up. There's, there's no way not. Not too much. This, this is the first generation, I reckon, where we've seen now parents, particularly men, 
who were really, really trying to correct the errors of the past, right? Of their of their their lineage and their their parents' um, way of doing things and trying to. And we're we're overcompensating. I'm a great example of that, you know. And you overcompensate, but you're never going to get it right. My son's going to turn around and say, you know, like because for me it would have been, oh, I got no affection, I got no um, tactile um, sensibilities from my father uh, because his father was away fighting a war and it falls down the chain. And then my, uh, so I love my son and I'm really tactile, I'm have great time. And I'm his footy coach and stuff like that. In 10 years' time, 20 years' time, he's going to turn and go, You smothered me. I never had, you gave me too much love, and I wasn't able to do it. You can't win. Mm-hmm. So I think my my thing is don't. Don't don't read or listen to cliches and platitudes. If it looks like it could be printed on a poster and put on somebody's wall, <laughs> don't listen to it because mm, it's garbage. You don't theme. know it. Listen yeah. to the people that you you know and you trust and you respect. I've got some uh, some mothers that I, I listen to for parenting advice. Um, I don't listen to many of my mates because they're drop kicks. Um, <laughs> nah, I, I, I do kind of look to people I know, and of course my mother as well. So you know, although that you know, there's I could probably point to you know things that failings that my mother might have had which would be really harsh and unfair but the the fact is at times are different but there's also two those little nuggets of gold that just don't change from generation to generation yeah and I think also for me because I'm speaking nearly five days a week to parenting experts there are people (laughs) Merrick you're welcome uh we'll we'll put a link to your parenting (laughs) website where people um, can I'm a a vlogger (laughs) That's that's what I've been called for years and years and years. I just didn't realize it was a V in front of the L anyway. (laughs) I I do find um, that over time as you parent, you you learn yourself what your own instinct is, but also what resonates with you. Like with anything in life, when you meet someone and you're like, oh, we get along really well, we're really similar people. When people give advice, if they're experts and it resonates with you, then that feels like, oh, well, that's a natural thing to listen to. And I've... People like Maggie Dent, um, those are the people when I speak to, I always feel relieved. Yeah. So there are things and I could still work on. You, you take those little nuggets, that they, mm. those little tips, and you go, oh, yes, that makes mm. so much sense. Yeah. I can do that. And I think it's really important not to walk away feeling like I've failed. Yeah. You know, So there's yeah. things I can work on, but – and I think that's the problem with the forums. Like if people go oh, on a forum, the forum and they hear other people's oh, opinions yeah. – um, which they're right in their own way for their own family, but a lot of people are the, judgy. Yeah, and I find a lot of the, when I I don't take a lot of time to read them, but when I have come across those ones that are particularly directed from women to women, I find that people are trying to sound as though they're saying the right thing rather than truly believing what they're saying, and I think that's a massive issue if you look to them for guidance and and for direction because. I just go, no, they're just trying to sound like a great mummy vlogger. Um, <laughs> but what they really are is somebody who's just trying to get more likes on a social media platform. Or they're trying to justify their own choices. Correct. And it's hollow. Mm. So just, you know, just follow what you believe in and find your own methods. Yeah. That's a good, a good advice for Instagram. <laughs> We should make a business a, card for Merrick. No, yeah. I don't. It's called, it's, called, it's called Mummy Blogger Man. No, it would be irresponsible. <laughs> What's a daddy blogger then? Just Unemployed. Dad- <laughs> <laughs> He's a comedian for a reason. Right. Look, our final topic in just a moment. Christmas is around the corner. Are you ready? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. 
Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. So it's a very interesting time in the babyology office right now because one person has control of the stereo and she is rather inhabit of Christmas and <laughs> she has started the Christmas mix. But I've got to say I cannot complain because although I don't inflict it on other people, I have been known to start prepping for Christmas in October. That's really intense. Oh, you've no idea. That's really intense. I have an Excel spreadsheet. Ooh. At where I... <laughs> I don't know if I, I just should wish explain people could see this. My this face. is embarrassing. <laughs> it's, it's a combination of fear and disappointment. Wait, wait. You haven't heard the full extent oh, okay, of the Excel spreadsheet. Oh. So I put down all of the presents that I need to get. Oh. And then because I hate going shopping at any shopping centre, I order them online. I highlight them when they've been ordered, I put down the cost so I know how much I'm spending, and I only highlight the cost once it has arrived. Oh. And so I keep track of everything across the time. Now, I know... You're really putting the fun in Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am relaxed on Christmas Eve is all I can say. Yeah. But I... There are a number of reasons why I do it. I think um, even though I am cruel to my children, I have a overbearing sense of fear that Santa will let them down. So I make sure I know, because my parents... Did Santa let you down, Siobhan? Never. Oh, okay. See, this is the thing. My parents are kind of like superhero parents. Like if parents could be superheroes, they'd be mine parents, if that makes sense. So they're good parents. What's that like? Amazing, <laughs> but really hard to live up to. Just saying, it's made her mean though. Remember? Yeah, it's made me mean. You are counterbalance, yin and yang. Yes, that's yin right. I'm, I'm taking it back. Yeah, the generation no flow. Chaos. <laughs> uh, but every Christmas, Santa got it right. So I've got that pressure. I want to make sure Santa gets it right. I also love, love, love buying gifts. I go a little bit crazy, but it has to be the right gift. So I have to start early. You can't do the last minute dash at Westfields and get everything at Priceline. Merrick. (laughs) Anyway, so I know I'm not normal. People tell me all the time. Uh, Merrick, how ready are you for Christmas? Have not bought a thing. (laughs) Is that gendered though? Like does your wife do everything? No. like She knows that I don't enjoy going shopping anyway. Um, You would never guess that from your outfit today. What? Plain shame. black. Yeah, plain Very black. Shame. And shirt fits I don't perfectly. Buy, I don't buy my own clothes. No, most, most men don't. I don't. I don't buy Do you wash your own clothes? Let's get down to no. business here. No, I don't. I don't do a lot for myself. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm very I'm How very am I the inept parent here? <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm an inept husband. Adult. Oh, husband. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. different. Um, okay. All right. Oh, no, look, I actually take an interest in what the kids want and what they the kids like and if I can go and get them something I will so I'll earmark a present for each one of my kids and that will be from me and then the kind of everything else that they get uh, from us and and from every other angle comes uh, from their mother their mother will help um, organize that with their their Christmas list of what they want you know I have a look at that a cursory glance Um, (laughs) but yeah I I like to be involved in it but it's it's not it's really not my thing to be honest it's not no. your jam. No, no, no. It's definitely my jam. What, no. what about you, Annalise? Yeah, I, I love Christmas. I'm not as organised as you. I'm. You wouldn't really like mine. Excel I don't have a. I don't have an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet. Is the sign <laughs> of a sociopath? 
I've got a little app, and so it's... Oh, my God, you're worse. I'm going to go through a couple of killers. <laughs> but the cute thing about the app is that they disappear once you do it. So you oh. press it, and it's gone by. Don't oh, know how much cool. it was. Never, never oh, see it again. Oh, that's good. It's really satisfying. That's like... Yeah, Emptying I know. Emptying the mental load. I know, I, I know. That. It's really good. I have it for my groceries as well, and it's shared with my husband so that we, you never, you don't, uh, you you know. don't double up. No. What, yeah. if, what happens, Annalise, if you've got, if you've got one of your kids and they ask you for something specifically that is quite expensive and it's maybe beyond, you know, and you've got, is there a negotiation process where you say, well, if you have this, you might not be able to get this. How do you do that? Because you can't just, I don't believe that you just pile on everything for Christmas there's got to be a level of disappointment because they've got to prepare them for life no but see I'm for inept parent over here you give them everything everything. they'll turn on you one day when they become doomsday preppers and they live in a cave (laughs) they're not going to let you in there with alfoil on their head but they will still be using excel spreadsheets my job will be done now that's if the internet exists. Um, I, I don't do like crazy Christmas presents. I don't spoil. I don't think I, we don't do big electronics and things. Mm. Like I think on my kids list, uh, the oldest one was Harry, Harry Potter series and um, DVD DVDs. Books. Yeah. And oh, books. Oh, good. Excellent. And, he, and I got him a, like, Your a, job here a is done, beautiful wand because it's all about Harry Potter. And my youngest wanted a boomerang. So that was easy. Amazing. Easily wow. achieved. Wow. Did you get, did you, so you're going to buy like a proper, <laughs> a, a, a wooden one? Like yes, a, a, I went, I went to Chinatown to the souvenir shop and got <laughs> well, an I said, engraved, well, I was going to say a proper one. I mean, engraved. one that's socially, you know, and, and um, morally. It's got, we were, we were hoping you were going to go out and do some proper no, research. No, I just, I just went to bought boomerang shop. made in China. That's from that's the, the suvi- way. From the souvenir shop. I oh, know. how did you do that, Merrick? She was winning I with was. the Harry Potter series. Yeah, and then I went. And now you've just cut and then it the down. Other, actually, yeah. and the other thing, he's quite violent, so he's asked for <laughs> nunchucks, which I, I got foam ones. I think that will come back to bite me. Nunchucks? No. Yeah. They are illegal. No, but they're foam. They're yeah. foam. That's, can you get foam nunchucks? I got them, I got them from Well, China I know too. what I'm getting for Christmas. <laughs> Foam nunchucks? Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, I'm not judging you for having a violent son. The amount of my, – my child, we yeah. had the Christmas tree nunchucks. up and the lights were on. It was all soft and beautiful. We'd been out for carols. We walked back in. It was just me and my son who's five and he walked up to the Christmas tree. He picked up this star and he goes, Mummy, this is my favourite decoration. I went, oh, really? He goes, I said, why? And he said, because you can kill people with it. There's the sociopathic genetic tendencies coming through. <laughs> I mean, is it it's pretty much, we're pretty much done here, aren't we? This is like, we're pretty no, much on No, that time. door is locked, Merrick. <laughs> it's getting really hot all of a sudden. Between spreadsheets <laughs> and Christmas weapons. I have always been a spreadsheet girl. I did a spreadsheet for my wedding. The, the oh, MC made fun so of that romantic. too. Yeah. No, he didn't. Well, it, it was romantic because he didn't have to think of anything because I had it all in a spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm proud of it, I'd love Merrick. to see I the don't filing. I want to see the filing systems, like how many levels this goes. Oh, no, I don't file it. Different tabs. Oh, yeah, no, there's yeah. tabs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's really good. I love how so many of your beautiful family memories are based around <laughs> Microsoft products. <laughs> Look, they just... Developed Did you think a really Microsoft good at the wedding? Did you say a, a big, big thank you to Microsoft no, I, and all, all the people who have been coding for years to, to bring me Excel spreadsheet? Which I just let the, the MC take the than, mickey out of me. That's all. Yeah. Well, I understand how you we can have, all laugh. Can and I am, my there. life is very organised. And she probably have a good budget. I've got no idea where the money goes on from <laughs> now and what. No idea. You need a spreadsheet for that. No idea. Well, um, you know, now that we've completely cut me down to size, you're you, welcome. We're finished. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, has anyone got anything happening that they want to tell us about? Are we going to wait for the new year for big things? 
we're all wrapping it up. Yeah, aren't I'm ra- we? I've, I've got I've got nothing going. We're on all until easing January. down into yeah. Christmas. Are you yeah. away for the holidays? Is anyone going away? Yes, Perth. I'm going for nearly a month. Oh wow! I fly Christmas Eve, which is going to be great because the kids are going to wake up at three a.m. for presents. <laughs> yeah, because right. of the three-hour time difference. Right. So we we did that well. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be beautiful. Oh, yeah, lovely. Perth's fantastic. Yeah. What a lovely place. What a it good is. place to spend Christmas. Are yeah. you around for Christmas or are you away? Uh, no, I'm actually spending Christmas in uh, Sydney with my family. My mother will be flying up from Melbourne to, to join us for Christmas Day. So um, it's just a, a quiet one. I, I quite like having a quiet Christmas and uh, Boxing Day at home. I don't really like the you know the, the massive hoo-ha. I like Have nice you ever gone to the beach? We went, we've been to the beach a couple yeah. of times on Christmas and yeah. it's the best. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, there's I no love... one there actually. I know. And everyone... And the People you do see try to be convivial and, and you mm-hmm. know say hi and stuff like that. And I just I just dive in the water so I can't hear them. <laughs> <laughs> the I was going to say that's not very Sydney, no. but um, well you you know no, you, no, you deal would, with it. This is not in Sydney. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> going, going the, the beaches they're full of backpackers. <laughs> well, All thank right. you so much for coming on the show and um, have a nice break. You too. Have a great Merry Christmas. Christmas. You've been listening to the Parent Panel, a babyology podcast. Hosted and produced by me, Siobhan Hunt. For more information on the show or to check out other episodes with equally funny and insightful guests, you can find all you need at our website, babyology.com.au forward slash parent panel. Listener.